Tony and Mad Max show here at 11.07 a.m. Saturday. We are here rolling. We have NBA playoffs to talk about. Two horror trailers that dropped. I want to get reactions from if you've seen them. If not, I'll give my reaction. But I'll, yeah, I'll I, think, I think I think I think that you should give your you'll, you'll give your reaction to them because I didn't get to see them yet. You didn't get to are, see them. Are they official trailers or are they just Ofi- like official that- trailers? Okay, so they're not just like like fan made. Yeah, and there's a leaked script online of the Halloween Kill script on Reddit. Oh boy! So we'll get to that. Yeah, we can get to all that, but man, I think we should open up the show with. That game seven loss, man. Uh, you said that you had to. You want to take a break from sports. I'm with Brooklyn, dude. That, that's yeah. so long ago, man. I'm surprised we're even like talking about it. But I mean, you're yeah. a Nets fan. I mean, I gave my reaction when I when I lost to the Hawks. Apparently, the Hawks are better than what most people thought, even though they lost game two already against the Bucks. But I think that it's well, okay. That was a hard-fought game with the Nets. I think that the Sixers losing to the Hawks kind of took the stink out of the Nets losing. Because I think that the Sixers being the one seed, getting knocked off like that, sort of uh, sort of moved the attention to them and away from Brooklyn. Because, let's be honest, man, Brooklyn was dead man walking. They hardly had, they hardly had anybody contribute other than KD. Kyrie was out the foreseeable future Harden was you was playing with it with a great two hamstring strain we don't know how long that takes in the regular season that would take probably like four to six weeks to get back from to be to probably get back into doing regular basketball activities just went out there and played <clears throat> and again the organization calls it tightness and really was a strain that's another another thing for another day how 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 the team just labels injuries now, but Joe Harris, once again, shat the bed, had nothing to contribute this series except for game two. And KD just had to carry the team on his back and it just wasn't good enough. He was absolutely spent, absolutely spent. And listen, man, the Bucks are a great team and it's just, just another another New York team that just that just fails to deliver, fails to come out on top. I've seen it time and time again. Great teams that play well in the regular season. They get you all fired up for the postseason. And then they just they just fizzle out. They play a team that that, you know, makes the extra play that has like the hot player the team that's on a hot streak, the team that knows how to win in big spots. Like it's, it happens time and time again. We just saw last night with the freaking Islanders, Islanders in, yep. in game seven against the lightning. The, the Islanders had a, had a epic win in game six. The last of really was the last game at Nassau Coliseum. And the lightning in game seven just proved that they're, that, that they're the better team. Well, when is a New York team going to be the better team? Yeah, I <laughs> got that right. Maybe it's the Jets. Hopefully one day. I mean, football, <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, football, I mean, football, you, you could turn around your franchise in one year. We've seen it. But I just want to have I just want to watch a team that, you know, that does its business in the regular season, goes to the playoffs and just and just freaking performs. I get what you're saying. Doesn't have any bullshit happening all around. Like, oh, what are they going to do to guard this guy? Oh, how are they going to pitch to this guy? Oh, uh, how are they going to stop their great run defense? Like, no, just go out there and play and win, man. Yeah, I get this what you're saying. has no winners. Nope. The Even only the legitimate winner, the only legitimate winner in this town is probably is probably Kevin Durant. To be quite honest with you, it's Kevin Durant. But as you saw in Game Seven, he just he just he just couldn't keep it going into overtime. He just couldn't physically couldn't. These are team sports, and I feel like these teams just come up short every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And you know what really pisses me off? You know, speaking about Kevin Durant, is the comparisons to Michael Jordan. Can we stop with that, please? This guy, Michael Jordan, like to see Steve Kerr say, "Oh, he's a whole other breed." Like what? Well, I have to admit, dude, Kevin Durant is seven feet tall. Impossible to impossible to to um to to defend pretty much. One of the best shooters to ever live. Plays pretty good defense. And like that's what I think he means. I still don't think like, he's better than Jordan. I mean, if it's not if, better, than, better than Jordan, but you gotta think, man. MJ. MJ was MJ was a two guard. You think score this kid Durant is seven feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> and he could shoot from anywhere. So I mean, I get where Steve Kerr is coming from with that. It's just he, Durant is a different breed. He really is. But aren't you just tired of seeing like great players just fizzle out in the playoffs? It depends on what great players you say. <laughs> but I just great players, just like people that like you, people that like you see in the regular season that just outperform expectations, that give you all these great wins. And then when the playoffs come, they're just nothing. <laughs> Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle. I'll go, I'll, I'll go as far back and say, I don't know, Mark Sanchez. I'll go yeah. as far back and say maybe Carmelo Anthony and 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 that and that and that Nick team that won 54 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, where was that dominance that they had in the regular season and against the Celtics against the Pacers? Yeah. Where? So the Jets will beat the Patriots in New England in the freaking divisional round, but then they'll play the Steelers and then get down 24 zip mm-hmm. before halftime, like like. What the hell are we watching yeah. with these teams? <laughs> I, I mean, it's just so ass backwards. Yeah, we never can have we we never can get a lead. No, nope. we can never have a comfortable lead. It's always got to be tight. And I get that that's the essence of sports, but like, can, can we have a a certain level of dominance? Yankees, the Mets, Giants, Jets, yeah. Knicks, Nets, you know, Rangers, Islanders, Devils. 
can't have one team that that dominates the whole league. Where's 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 uh, where's our Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, where's our Lightning? Where's our Bucks? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get it, man. Trust me, I'm aggravated as a New York fan who hasn't seen one of his teams win in the 22 years that he's been on this planet. I mean, it's frustrating every year. Every year, years go by, years go by. I mean, you would think because obviously, least- because obviously, that means that somebody in the front office is not doing their job. Yeah, because this because it is the job of the front offices to put out the best team possible to win, and that is not what's getting done. Nope. Now, Brooklyn, I feel, had the best shot to win the title, but they just couldn't stay healthy. And that could happen to anybody. But when you have teams that just hoodwink fans for for an entire season and then come to the biggest games of the year in the playoffs and just shit the bed, I've seen it too many times, man. Too many times. The Islanders couldn't get one shot on goal yesterday. They couldn't even get on the offense. They were more trying to get the ball, trying to get the puck out of their zone. It's bullshit. Trust me, man. Out of my four teams, I haven't seen any of my teams win. It's insane. You have. You saw the Yankees win. I saw the Yankees win. I saw. I saw the Giants win the Super Bowl. Um, but again, like that's just, but, but 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 that's just so long ago. Like you may think, <laughs> oh well, at least you got me. That that was a you know you know how far away two two thousand eleven is. You you know how far away that one Super Bowl win for the Jet fan that did see the Super Bowl win in nineteen sixty oh <laughs> fifty plus years. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but like I know it's all about perspective, but it is a while ago. Oh, we it is. Seen- we have seen bad teams here and bad coaching, just bad performances. Man, Joe Harris had had an awful series. Awful. Missed wide open threes. His defense was shit. Like I You want do you want this guy off the team? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't. What Brooklyn needs, they need they need size. They need a freaking rim protector like you wouldn't believe. They miss I'm Jared tired. Allen. No, well, I, I, I've already told you, man. Jared Allen was what brought James Harden. James yeah. Harden saved the season, and nobody wants to, to admit it. Because if they didn't get James Harden, with Kyrie being Kyrie, with him going off doing his little thing, KD was hurt most of the year. Team, the team would have been spent. They might have finished lower than than than, than the Knicks <laughs> if they didn't get Harden. So Jared Allen being traded away was not a problem at all. First off, Jared Allen was, was Jared Allen was due was due for a massive contract. I don't know if they were going to do that. But so is um, uh, Nick Claxton. But I think Nick Claxton, they're gonna actually, they're gonna actually um, commit to long term. He's gonna be there. He he's gonna be the starting center of the future, which which I like. But the Nets need height down low, man. They get beat on. They get beat on the boards every goddamn night, and you can't win like that. 
No. You can't be having the other team get these offensive boards and getting and and and, and getting second chance points. 30, 25, 30, 35 second chance points. You can't do it. That's how you lose. That that's how you lose. Yep. They need they need a they need a Clint Capella type guy who is going to get the boards. It's that simple, and it's probably the biggest thing they need this offseason. Biggest thing, because we know that Dinwiddie is gone; he's not coming back. He already declined his player option, so he's gonna probably gonna be a free agent. That that was another blunder too that Brooklyn did this year, not trading Dinwiddie at, at the deadline, even though that he was hurt. Don't know why they didn't do that. Or why don't you just pull it, pull the Jets, to just just release Le'Veon Bell and get nothing for him? It's yeah. The same thing, pretty much. It was something like that. Although they're although they're not cutting him, Dinwiddie is just being a free agent. He just declined his option. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why they didn't really see it coming, but I guess maybe they had hopes that he could have come, that he could have made a return in the in the um in the in the playoffs. But he wouldn't have come back until the freaking finals. It's a big gamble, man, and it didn't it didn't pay off. Now he's gone. Unless you want to offer him a contract. Don't know how much he's going to want to get on, on the free agent market, being that he was out the entire year. But hey, you know what? Maybe the Knicks can go after Dinwiddie. That's a guard right there. I don't know. Coming off an injury like that, I don't know. I, I yeah, want the Knicks to make the, make the trade for Lillard, to be honest, or bring in Lonzo Ball. The Knicks need a a guard, a point guard in the worst way. Get Alfred Payton out of here. Get Nilakina out of here. Get Kevin Knox. All those bums that you have on that bench that don't play, get out. Just get them out of here because they're not doing anything for the team positively. They're not giving us minutes. They're not giving us points. They're not giving us any remarkable plays. Just get rid of these guys. So bring in a good point guard. Maybe make the big trade for Lillard if they can. Bring in someone like Lonzo Ball if they can't make the Lillard trade. They need a center. Next need a true center. Mitchell Robinson isn't a true center to me. He's weak. He's always injured. He fouls too much. I'm just I'm just not a big fan of Mitchell Robinson. We were fine without him with Noel and Taj Gibson. So we that just goes to show you, hey, we really don't need this guy. So I mean, Todd Gibson is getting up, getting up there as far as age. So they needed, they need a center. The Knicks need a, a good point guard and a center, and probably you have a center. His name is Nerlens Noel. Why yeah. Nerlens Noel is a very, very good player. He just didn't really find his footing until this year because of injuries and stuff. But this guy was a first round pick. Yeah, I, th- I think he, I think it was first overall, Merlin's Noel. Mm-hmm. But Brooklyn needs a Nerlens Noel in the worst way. Yeah, they do. And another thing too, they gotta solve this, this, um, this DeAndre Jordan situation, man. Yeah, the guy is getting paid ten million dollars a year to be on the bench. He's not even. He's 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 not even like. A factor in games. He didn't play one minute this 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 postseason. He's been on the bench. Exactly right. So they got to solve that problem. I think Blake Griffin's probably gone. Um, Bruce Brown, I think, is going to be gone as well. 
So they, they have work to do. Scoring is not a problem. They need defense and they need rim protection and rebounding bad. Get boards, man. You got to stop teams from getting second chance points. Because that's what killed them in this playoffs. That's why the Bucks won game four. I think that's how the Bucks won all their games this series was just was just getting was getting rebounds and then putting the ball in the net. Yep. Second chance opportunities. When you have like your your one really good rebounder is probably is probably KD. I think you're right about that. That's a problem. It's a he big was doing problem. all the work. He was doing all the work. He was carrying the team. I told you that. Hmm. But um so I think the Bucks won yesterday. So now that series is what one one? Yeah. Okay, one one. A series is one one. So um in the Clippers and the Suns, um the Clippers are down are down are down two one to the Suns. So we'll see who's gonna be in the NBA finals real soon. Mm-hmm. But, hopefully, hopefully that well, I'd say hopefully it's the sick uh not the Sixers, the the Bucks. But you don't want that to happen. Yeah, and no, I want I want the Hawks to. Yeah, to, well, I can't because the Hawks beat the Knicks, so I got to go for the Bucks. And I want the Hawks to win the. I want the Hawks to win the entire thing. Oh, is it because they beat the Knicks? <laughs> Not because it's like it, that team has come a long way. Changing the coach midseason, tons of injuries. People questioning Trey Young. Now Trey Young is becoming oh, the biggest you star. You texted me on the phone. You said, I'll be pissed if the Hawks beat the Sixers because you said the Nets would have trounced them. That's what you said. That's what you said. No, I I was mad because Brooklyn, because Brooklyn, yes, they would have won. But that has nothing to do with the Hawks themselves. I was just mad because it was like a missed opportunity. So uh, I, I'm still, I hope that I hope the Hawks but, lose. I really do. But, but, but then I thought to myself, I was like, you know, Brooklyn was toast. I don't even know if they would, if they would even beat the Hawks. I really don't. But give me a, give me one second, man. You keep talking. Oh yeah. We're just breaking down the NBA playoffs this year, 2021 Eastern conference finals, the games that's going on right now especially with the Hawks and Bucks tied 1-1 for the series and in the Western Conference Finals that you have over there with the Suns and Clippers, which the Suns lead 2-1. to one. So we'll have to see here. Will the Clippers tie it up in the next game here, make it 2-2? I, I want to see the Clippers go all the way here, but, you know, this Knicks did have a tough time playing the Suns this year, so I may have to go for the Clippers, but Mm-hmm. I'm not really angry if who wins out in the West. I just don't want to see the Hawks win. Sorry. Just don't want to see it. But tough loss for the Islanders last night. We got to talk about baseball now. The Mets splitting their doubleheader with the Phillies yesterday. That really pisses me off. I mean, can the can the Mets pull away any wins here? I mean, they're always splitting their doubleheaders. And they have a lot of doubleheaders coming up. Well, Offense, offense, kind of been 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 scuffling a little Horrible. bit, but, but but they've been coming through, man. It's been the pitching. The pitching's been doing a really good job. Yeah, it's horrible. They can't hit. They can't and hit the for their injuries. lives. The injuries. How, how many people are gonna get hurt? Tons. That's the thing about baseball too. That's really just been pissing me off. 
bad. It's like, how does anybody enjoy the game anymore? When you have great players that just don't play because they're hurt, they pull something, something's, something's torn, they, 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 they pull up lame running down the first baseline. You know, Jonathan VR pulled his hamstring, rounding first, heading to second on a double. The man's 30 years old. Why are these players getting hurt all of a sudden on these very routine acts in baseball? They're not even like crazy plays and they're not diving for a ball. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know how you can enjoy the game. How? We talked about that a few episodes ago. I mean, Mets are, I mean, the Mets are, the, the Mets are first place team. Not for and, long. Not if they keep splitting these double headers with the Braves and the Phillies and the Nationals. And I don't know how many injuries they could really sustain, man. I mean, what if like Lindor goes down? I mean, you'd be happy. But like, <laughs> I mean, what if God forbid Jake Jake Degrom? You oh, know, then, then, the season, then the season's really going to be over because those one games because that we're winning he, with him. Because he's because he's left starts early twice. Yeah. You know, you're tempting fate here with this guy. Thank God it hasn't been anything serious yet, but. But guys just get hurt too much, too much. It's crazy. Yankees are winning on and off here too. On and off, but once again, they cannot get a consistent streak going, man. They just lost the Red Sox last night. They only scored three runs, had men on base all game, can't get the big hit. It's bullshit. <laughs> Another team that can't freaking hit. And it's everywhere in baseball, man. You got guys that just can't hit a fastball. You're exactly right, man. It's horrible, horrible at bats, up and down the lineup. Guys up in the count and swinging away, trying to put the ball in the air. Like, give me a break. Know the situation, please. Get guys home. Nope. It's difficult. You know that, especially this year, that the hitting is down. Hitting is down big time. Um, baseball cracking down on the pitchers has really been an embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they don't even trust their pitchers. They think that they're using something to give them the edge. Yeah. It's the batters. Like and they've been and they've been freaking checking them like cops. Yeah, at the mound. <laughs> they've been they've been they've been they, they, they've been frisking them. They checked the Grom. Yeah, they checked that kid that 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 young kid that made his debut right after he was leaving the mound, and the crowd was giving him a standing ovation. And the umpires came up to him and started checking him. <laughs> pulling him over asking for asking for his license and registration like <laughs> embarrassment man they can't do that stuff indoors has to be out in public for everyone to see yep but uh, you want to end this show talk about the trailers oh yeah we can get into it so it was friday night this past friday night actually yesterday i don't know if, well Thursday, actually, because the trailer dropped Thursday. I think it dropped. They dropped Thursday. So what around like 12 a.m. Friday. I turned on the YouTube and I saw that Halloween kills. The trailer was trailing 
and trending. I clicked on it and I was surprised. The trailer looks good. But I did the same thing in 2018. I turned on the trailer when the 2018 trailer dropped. And I said, oh, this movie's going to be epic. It's going to be great. But then I, when I went to the movie theaters, I thought it was good when I was sitting in the movie theaters a little bit. But then when I walked out, I was like, yeah. I think it was just because he was. I saw Michael Myers on the big screen for the first time. I thought, yeah, this is a really good movie. But then if you really think about it, yeah, no, it really wasn't that great of a movie. It kind of wasn't needed. Halloween 2 is better, in my opinion, from 1981. But Halloween Kills looks great. I think it's going to be an ultimate slasher flick. I heard there's going to be over 30 kills in this movie. So if you're an 80s slasher fan, get ready, because this will be a movie that you love. <sighs> But I don't know the script. I'm reading the script on Reddit, and this—if this is the script, man—decision is yours if you think it's going to be a good movie. Because I can't make up my mind. I just the script just doesn't look that good to me. It doesn't. Now, by now, by not good, you mean like is it is it like is it like cheesy? Is it it's like kind of not- cheesy? Like the the dialogue <clears throat> is cheesy. Certain things are cheesy. It seems that you don't even need or cheesy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a horrible, not a horrible critic, but a tough critic. Wait, was this like a full script or was this just like a little like full script? I'll send you the link. Yeah. Oh my God. See, I'll read that. Yeah. (laughs) Then you can make your determination that maybe they'll make script changes. Maybe they made script changes after the script supposedly leaked and they're calling this the leaked script. But I read it online. It's on Reddit. Halloween Kills script on Reddit. And man, I just, there's certain things in here I would not put in there. There's certain things that dialogue, certain things that just don't, like, how are we putting this in place? So many years later, how are we putting these people back into the picture? How are we just not even putting them into the first movie and all of a sudden, oh, they're in the second movie? It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. You got me a hundred, honestly, a hundred percent. You got me, but the trailer looks amazing. If I'm grading the movie on the trailer, it looks like a 10 out of 10. If it's the script that then we're going probably way lower than that, but go check it out. It's available on YouTube, universal pictures, and it'll be released in this theater in the movie theaters this October, October 15th. So get ready. Michael Myers is going to be on the big screen once again. And next year for Halloween ends and probably again, I don't think Halloween's going to end, even though it's it's always supposed to end. It was supposed to end in 1981. And then it was supposed to end again. Hollywood Halloween ends. It better be the end. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Can't do it. No, no, but as much as I know, as much as you can't do it anymore. But you got to think about it. It is fun seeing Michael Myers back on the big screen. Like I want to see Jason back on the big screen. I don't know about Freddie because Robert England can only really play Freddie. And as we, we segue into the next movie here. Tony Todd's the only person that can play Candyman. And apparently, I don't know if he's only doing the voice in this movie or if he's actually going to be playing Candyman, but I did watch this trailer. It's going to be produced by Jordan Peele, the great, great Jordan Peele, as we all know our takes on Jordan Peele and his movies. And I'm not a big fan, but salute to what he's doing, I guess. You know, he's successful. He can't knock the guy successful at all, but just not a big fan of his movies. He's not John Carpenter or Wes Craven to me, but... You know, everyone has their own choices out there of who they like, who makes movies. But I did watch the Candyman trailer that just dropped recently as well. I'm conflicted on it because it is technically a remake, but it's a reimagining from the trailer. It's more modern and updated, whereas 
the original Candyman had more to do with a romantic relationship and there was slavery undertones, slavery backstory. This is more modern day in which the the Candyman, I think, is killed by the police in which this would fall under police brutality. And it does fit well with the messages today and the issue of police brutality that goes on in our society constantly, even if there are people that want to ignore it, that it is happening. The trailer, I don't know what to give the trailer. I mean... I wouldn't rate it as high as Halloween. I really, I just really wouldn't. You wouldn't. <clears throat> I just, I, I don't have a rating for it right now. I think I got to wait for the movie to come out. Maybe. Yeah, I think for both of these, it. man, I think, I think that we just have to wait for the movie to come out. Yeah, for Candyman for especially, because I have no opinion on it. Because like I said, Tony Todd's the only one that can play Candyman. And I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if he's playing Candyman exactly. I don't know if he's doing the voice, whatever. I, I just, I'm a purist when it comes to horror movies, and everyone who knows me knows that. Like, there really isn't anything else to it. But th- those are my takes on the two trailers that dropped. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so I want to know, like, so, so but before we end the show, um, got any big guests in the works still, or are you still, like... I'm working on it. Well, you know, we're always working on something, but you know, the shows are still going on. I have two this week and then I'm working on the other, the weeks to come. And are you still like overbooked? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but that I, is it now, is that like for real or like, well, or is that, or is, or is that just like a saying that we do? No, 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 it's not saying it's true. You know, I have a, ton of independent artists who always want to come on and you know when i have time i put them on but yeah so if from the independent artist standpoint 100 percent overbooked always mm-hmm. yeah but i think that's that's pretty much it so we're gonna see with these upcoming games you know who takes the lead in the west and who takes the lead in the east for the nba mm-hmm. absolutely hopefully new york sports can really turn things around real soon, man. Football, football's coming up. Yeah, you're almost, you're almost excited for it. Yeah, you talk about the Jets. They they signed it. Uh, they signed uh, Malone. No, uh, uh, Moses. Moses, yeah, Moses. Excuse me, it's early. They signed Moses. Yeah, uh, more. What's his name? Morgan Moses. Yeah, Morgan Moses. He's a right tackle. Uh, yeah, add I thought some, it was Malone Moses, but add some offensive line depth. Um, maybe he'll make a big difference. Yeah. I will say, but alrighty. So thank you guys for tuning in. Well, for no way, I got to do the socials, man. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, That's how so early it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. But um, first I get my socials. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. My Instagram is at the real max <clears throat> T-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Once again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. You can check us out on the website, maxcoglin.com, maxrcoglin.com for all of our previous episodes. If you follow any podcast platforms, we're available on every podcast platform from iHeartRadio to Apple Music to Spotify to Stitcher to Podbean. We are there, Tony and Mad Max, live every Saturday morning, either for at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. It depends on our schedules and especially when we get up in the morning. But, yeah, we're here every Saturday morning. We want to thank you for tuning in. And Tony is going to do the sign-off as he usually does every show. All right, guys. 
be safe out there. Mask mandates are mostly gone, but if they're still up, please, please wear the masks, um, wash your hands, get and get your vaccine, please. Um, <clears throat> we're doing a really, really good job with that. So be safe, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. So long. So long.